Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you can join us today at Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host today. Uh, before I get going, though, let me share some information with you about who we are. Uh, Donna and I decided to start this podcast uh, back in 2021, and we've been trying to get everything ready for that. And uh, we just really had it in our heart to to just share the word the Lord's been speaking to us and and just give you a way. Maybe you can go to something daily and, and just build up your faith in the Word of God. Uh, we're going to try to do this Monday through Friday of every week. And uh, let me just give you a little bit of information how you can contact us if you'd like to. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can also go to our website, empoweringlifeministries.com. Uh, there you can learn more about our ministry and find the material. I have a book on there, From Glory to Glory. Uh, that's available to you. And I also have another book, Navigating Grace, that's going to be coming out in the next few months. Uh, if you'd like to give a donation uh, to the ministry, uh, you can also do that on the website. Everything's available there for you to do that. And I also want to ask, too, if you would, uh, after the podcast, after you listen, please go down and to the ratings and put a rating on there for us. Uh, doing that will help enlarge our audience of listeners that we have. And we'd really like to grow this podcast and uh, reach as many people as we can. I think the message of the kingdom of God is something that needs to be heard uh, in a tremendous way. And I, I believe that we have a word that will really build up people. And uh, I just uh, I, I pray you'll do that. Uh, we want to reach as many as we can. I'm going to begin today uh, a study I've done in the book of Romans and uh, share a little bit with you about that. Romans, uh, you'll find out, is the sixth book in the New Testament. It's written from Corinth somewhere around AD 57. Nero was the Roman emperor in power at that time. Uh, the Apostle Paul is the author of the book. Uh, his name was Saul. That was his Hebrew name, and Paul was his Greek name. Uh, he was born about the same time as Jesus in Tarsus in the Roman province of Cilicia, located in Asia Minor. That's our modern-day Turkey. He spent most of his early life in Jerusalem studying under Rabbi Gamaliel. Paul was a Pharisee, a member of the strictest Jewish sect. He was a Hellenistic Jew. And most of us don't understand some of these terms, so let me share with you a little bit about that. Traditionally, Hellenistic Judaism was a designation of Judaism in the Greek uh, speaking world, including those Jews who spoke Greek and adopted to some extent the Greek way of life. It's been argued, though, that all Judaism after the conquests of Alexander were Hellenistic Jews. Uh, N.T. Wright, uh, really a theologian that's prominent in our day, and I read after him quite a bit myself, he notes that Romans is neither a systematic theology nor is it a summary of Paul's life work but it's by common consent his masterpiece. It dwarfs most of his other writings, an alpine peak towering over hills and villages. Not all, all onlookers have viewed it in the same light or from the same angle, and their snapshots and paintings of it are sometimes remarkably unalike. Not all climbers have taken the same route up the sheer sides, and there's frequent disagreement on the best approach. What nobody doubts is that we are here dealing with a work of massive substance presenting a formidable intellectual challenge while offering a breathtaking theological and spiritual vision. 
I'm almost laughing as I'm reading that because uh, just the the way he can articulate what he's talking about, and I'm thinking I'm going to tear into the book of Romans and share some things with you. Well, it's probably not going to be on the level of N.T. Wright, but I do want to share my heart with you because there's so many things in here that really will build your faith and I think put it into the now of where you live and where I live. Let's begin in verse 1. And it talks about Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called as an apostle, a special messenger. I'm reading also from the Amplified Bible. Personally chosen representative, set apart for preaching the gospel of God, the good news of salvation, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the sacred scriptures. The good news regarding his son, who as to the flesh is human nature, was born a descendant of David to fulfill the covenant promises, and as to his divine nature, according to the spirit of holiness, was openly designated to be the Son of God with power in a triumphant and miraculous way by his resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's through him that we've received grace and our apostleship to promote obedience to the faith and make disciples for his namesake among all the Gentiles. And you also are among those who are called of Jesus Christ to belong to him. I love the first part of this. It says that Paul was a bondservant. A bondservant, if you look up in the dictionary, is a, a person who is bound in service without wages. He was a slave. And Strong's Concordance brings this down as meaning a slave, a bondsman, a man of servile condition. A metaphor of it would be one who gives himself up to another's will, those whose service is used by Christ in extending and advancing his cause among men. Devoted to another, to the disregard of his own interests, a servant or an attendant. Paul chose this position in his relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, really, if we look at this, uh, we can go back to the Old Covenant and find a great picture of how this really takes place. In the Amplified Bible in Exodus chapter 21, verses 1 through 6, it says this, These are the ordinances, or the laws, which you shall set before the Israelites. If you purchase a Hebrew servant because of his debt or poverty, uh, he shall serve six years. And in the seventh year, he shall leave as a free man, paying nothing. If he came to you alone, he shall leave alone. If he came married, then his wife shall leave with him. If his master gives him a wife, and she gives birth to sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall belong to her master, and he shall leave uh, your service alone. But if the servant plainly says, and I love this part, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not leave as a free man. Then his master shall bring him to God, that is, to the judges who act in God's name. Then he shall bring him to the door or doorpost, and his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, a strong needle, and he shall serve him with life. I believe that's really a picture of Paul's heart before God, because Paul loved his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and his heart was to serve him for life willingly, he done it because of the call of God upon his life. Uh, you know, when you look into the Scripture, prophetically the Bible teaches in John 10 that Jesus is the door of the sheep. And how many of you know when we put our ear to the door, we're placed in on the heart of the Lord to hear what He would say to us. 
that I believe is a really a picture of that new covenant uh, piercing and getting that hole in our ear. That's the sharp needle of the word of the Lord that comes over our life and just draws us into the heart of God. You know, when we have our ear to the door, we can hear the heartbeat of the Lord. We can hear what He's saying. I believe we can hear even His heart uh, toward our lives and toward other people. The love of Jesus is something that will totally change our lives. It will take a man that's judgmental and it will make him a man of mercy. It will take somebody that has absolutely no grace toward other people or even toward himself, and it will bring a grace over their life. That would be something uh, that people would see that change. He said in the next part of that verse, he said he's called to be an apostle. How many of you know that's a positioning of one of the foundational building gifts given to the body of Christ? In the Amplified Bible in Ephesians 2, 19 through 22, it says, So then you're no longer strangers and aliens, outsiders without rights of citizenship, but you are fellow citizens with the saints, God's people, and are members of God's household, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ himself as the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together, and it continues to increase, growing into a holy temple in the Lord, a sanctuary, dedicated, set apart, and sacred to the presence of the Lord. In Him, and in fellowship with one another, you also were being built together into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Paul was making a declaration here to the Gentile believers who had come to Christ, informing them that now they're partakers of God's covenant promises that used to be only for the Jews. This apostle is building the church one living stone, one person at a time, and helping them find their place in the building. In the Amplified Bible in 1 Peter 2 and 5, it says you believers are living stones and are being built up into a spiritual house for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul, his calling and assignment was to bring the saints to a place of maturity in their walk with God. And the reason he did that is so they could do the work that God had called them to do. Ephesians 4 and 11 through 15 says that He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lay in wait to deceive. But speaking truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. And if you'll join us back on our next podcast, I'm going to get into the word apostle and we'll look at that and see exactly what all that means. Have a great day.